We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. Episode 150, that crisp 150, the big 150, 150, 150. I'm Morgan, and the guy that's hopefully a little bit more sober than I am because I'm quite fucked up, Austin. You know what? How the fuck is it going, buddy? One five zero. <laughs> Wild. I never know what to expect when we start these shows and Well just wait till the edible kicks in. Oh hello okay. Well <laughs> I'm on a little bit of herb, a little bit of my oil from my vape pen. Uh-huh. And twenty milligrams of edibles. Jesus. So. All right, <laughs> tripling up. I see. Okay. Oh yeah, the, the trifecta people might call it. Well, I don't know about that, but um, anyway, yeah, uh, I'm doing good. Um, this is one of the last few weekends before for the big day, so getting pretty excited. Um, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot going on. I uh, still got to get some food and stuff for the wedding, and but you can't really get a lot of that stuff tons ahead of time. No, you can plan plan it yeah. out, but that's best you can really do. You got to pick up. Yeah, so just getting excited for that. Um, and yeah, excited to talk. To, we got a lot going on in the world of sports, a lot of changes. I'm excited to get to that. So uh, yeah, how about you? What have you been up to? How's your week been? Uh, well, I'm also... It's odd timing. I'm also planning a trip. And oh, interesting. Busy trying to plan to drive all the way to Victoria um, by myself. Not really looking forward to the whole driving aspect of it, but... <laughs> Hopefully the I'm... being here part will be all right. Yeah, and the stuff I see in between... Once oh, I pass 100%. Calgary. Once you pass Calgary, it gets real nice. Um, it's actually funny. Speaking of that, uh, I was talking with a coworker the other day at work, and uh, she was talking about there's this train, uh, which is it's really cool. This train ride through, like from you know Vancouver, actually all the way to Toronto, and gross and. I was like, yeah, the view is going to be really nice in, in BC and then a sliver of Alberta. And she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. And then it'll be the most boring time of your life until you get to Toronto. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. It just, it would be excruciating, I think. But in the mountains, it'd be very cool. I mean, also to be fair, it's, you know, I've lived in the prairie saskatchewan my entire life this will be literally the fourth time i've left this province um once to calgary and twice no twice to calgary once to, no 
once to see you. <laughs> Jilloac, right. And then once to Calgary and once to the Rocky Mountains. So <laughs> I'm not well traveled. No. But for they... people that aren't no. used to seeing the prairies, it's also if you don't grow up here, it's a beautiful sight. <laughs> for a while, I think. Um, oh. But anyway. It's all in perspective. Uh, but true. Other than getting, well, mostly my car ready for, uh, it had a shake and all that stuff, but that just oh. turned out to be mud in the rims, so. Oh, okay. A little car wash fixed that problem. I love when a car wash fixes a problem rather than having to spend thousands of dollars to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Didn't spend any money on electronics. Oh, no? <laughs> Nothing this week? But my next thing on my purchase list might be a police scanner. What? Like, so then it picks up the cops, so then I get less tickets. You probably should put that out there, you know? Well, it's legal in Saskatchewan. That seems like it shouldn't be. It's, it's <laughs> legal in actually quite a few provinces, just not Alberta. That's one. That's weird, but like... You see what I'd say, though, like, that <laughs> probably shouldn't be legal. <laughs> but, hey, you know what? That's, hey, yeah, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> so, it's a handy, handy tool. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, Saves a uh, lot on uh, parking tickets. Mm-hmm. Or not parking tickets, speeding tickets. And in Alberta, you can get away with it if it comes with the camera because you can just say that you're using it for the camera purposes and not the uh, it's the dash cam right yeah nice fair enough anyway loopholes uh, enough, enough about legal loopholes for driving um i'm just trying to think of i don't know play some magic the gathering on friday sure. this past week a little weather update you guys might have seen a little bit of it on tiktok if you follow um our tiktok at tswgs pod rolls off the tongue i'm really glad we picked that i'm really uh, glad I picked that. <laughs> there's been a lot of uh storms here in good old sask good old sask um some hail some couple inches of rain in under like 30 minutes. Dang. Kind of feels like a little bit like BC. Well, the rain-wise, I don't know. I think Saskatchewan gets a little bit more thunderstorms than you guys. But... Oh, significantly. Um, yeah, there's, there's not much for thunderstorms out here. And the hail out here is kind of bitch-ass hail, I'm not going to lie. Um, I can tell you when you're in a five-ton truck... All steel and glass are oh, it's really Jesus. loud. Uh, yeah. Well, and the thing out here, like it, it hails, but the hail is like BB size. Like it's tiny. It it's not doesn't usually get as big as it does out there. Yeah, it was good size. I think a couple days ago it was I'd say dime size. Okay. So it wasn't massive or anything. No, it's not too too bad, but fuck, I've I've definitely over the years been through some some golf ball and above hailstorms for sure. Mm-hmm. 
there's been a lot more tornadoes. Like I think two tornadoes already touched down this. Oh dang! In the month of uh, whatever month we just passed March, April, May, May. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that. I thought March was your guess, but you were just going through to get to the right answer. So I appreciate that. That was good. I couldn't remember what month we were on. Mark Jamperling. Um Have we bored people enough yet? I think so, but maybe not. Um, well, it's probably going to get a little bit more boring because... Nice. We, first, we have to do plugs. And then the CFL news isn't the most exciting news, but it's the time of the year, so it's what we're dealing with. Yeah. So. Um. So first things first, you're gonna follow us. Uh, at, follow me at Fitzy Fitzgerald. I'm putting myself first. Uh, at Podstone on Twitter. Um, at TSWGS Pod on TikTok, like we said, and also on Instagram. Um, I would really, really be appreciated. Pre- appreciative. Oh boy, I'm I'm struggling here. Is it starting uh, to kick in? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um. Your edible is starting to kick in for me. Um, so that means I should do another one since you're stealing some for me. Uh, yeah, okay. So please download, rate, review, comment, <laughs> tell your people, tell ever, tell, tell your dog. I don't care. Woof, woof. There you go. Um, from first of all, from the rest for the rest of the episode, I'm going to talk and only dogs speak. For all our many dogs. And we just there. lost our five listeners. Perfect. Yeah. It's that's called funny. Rebuild for a Reason, Austin. Oh boy. Who are we drafting? Um, um well, since we're probably the worst, does that mean we Connor get first Bedard? overall? Does that mean we get Connor Bedard? I'll draft Connor Bedard over to our podcast. It's gonna be <laughs> his biggest uh um thing in his hockey career. I don't know what I'm saying. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and fucking Twitch if you feel like it. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say follow me on Google. <laughs> well, you could Google my name. But don't follow him on there. Well, do what you want. It's a free country. Well, See where it gets you. You're not going to find out much. That's fair. Uh, Captain Morgan, too. That's what you want to. Uh... <laughs> We're off to a racing start. Speaking of racing, we're not talking about it. CFL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did that, dude. Speaking of something, we're not talking about something else. Holy shit. Oh, I'm on, like, I'm on Pluto right now. I'm on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so baked. I'm not even a planet. That, um, oh, right. Shit. Right. Yeah, Science. I forget that sometimes. Um. So, <laughs> I lost my train of thought for a sec, but don't worry. I Shocker. caught it. I lassoed it, and we got back. Um. The CFL preseason. It's in the books. 
it's and yesterday was the big cut down day every team had to get down to I think it was their uh, 45 roster and then so many people in your practice roster the global players it's it's so confusing oh weird okay but there was actually a few interesting cuts I'm not going to go through every single player that got released or all nine teams practice roster spots, anything like that. But there are some key things that I, when I look through it, I found very interesting. So I'll share it with all you folks and dogs out there. Woof, 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 woof. Um, the biggest cut, Austin, don't even start with me. I can feel it. Across the two (laughs) provinces, something was coming. (laughs) The biggest cut. We're starting off with the biggest. He's literally probably one of the biggest people as well. (laughs) He is literally the biggest cut. Um, Derek Dennis. Um, Outstanding lineman whenever he plays with Calgary. No, I believe that's an offensive lineman. What did I say? Outstanding lineman. Well, he is offensive <laughs> lineman. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> Derek Dennis. The outstanding offensive lineman. Is that better? Are you no, happy? He's not, he's not defensive. See, I told you I knew it was Kelly. <laughs> Just the way. Um, he was actually released by Sam Peters, which is very surprising for me for two reasons. Yes, last year he was injured for a good chunk of the season. I think even like half the season. Oh, damn. But... Even though he only played like a handful of games last year, he was still put up for on St. Peter's side um, offensive lineman of the year reward or whatever the um, actual reward is called. Most outstanding lineman offensively. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> um, most good boy <laughs> good boy woof woof oh god um, where, what, what was I doing oh yeah this off season he actually just signed a one year contract with Calgary um, and that's another reason why he's very surprising is because he came on and said this is probably going to be his last year. He wanted to retire with as a Calgary Stampeder, and then so then Calgary resigns him. He goes through all the training camp, and then gets cut. 
is kind of a weird move. It is kind of weird. And I think he's when he's healthy, he's a damn good O-lineman. Um, that stands for offensive. Austin, if you weren't aware. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Calgary's O-line all of last year. Where was it here? Trying to get the yeah. Um, they he was part of an O line that only let up seventeen sacks all year. Yeah. That's compared to the Riders, I think eighty something. Eighty <laughs> something. I think so. It was over sixty. I know that. Jesus. So. They, I tried to erase how many sacks the Riders offensive line um, gave up because it was record breaking. Let's put it that way. It literally was the the most sacks in the CFL season. I think it was like I want to say eighty two for some reason, but I could be wrong. But we're getting off track. Um, I. Don't see Derek Dennis out of a job for all that long. Like I, I don't know. He's thirty years old, thirty-four years old. Maybe his injury is a little bit more of an issue than we than people anticipated. But that's kind of what it seems like to me, right? Um, other key cutdowns, well, for the riders, a couple things are very interesting. Each team is allowed three quarterbacks on their roster. Okay. The riders were trying out four quarterbacks, one being Trevor Harris, so he had a starting job locked down. Um, like, literally in all the preseason games, both of them, he didn't play at all in the first. And the second one, he threw four for four, one drive, touchdown, and then he didn't play for the rest of the game. So he barely played, but that's fine. Both Jake, I hate his last name. I'm just going to say Jake, uh, Mason Fine, and Shea Patterson or Peterson, I think it's Pedersen. Um, that's they were all fighting for a second string, and third string spot. But once I looked through the um, cuts and all that stuff, and who is on the practice roster, and all that deal for the Riders this morning, there was not a single quarterback on the list. So that means. Somewhere, <laughs> they're hiding a fourth quarterback. Somehow, I don't know how they pulled it off. <laughs> Maybe he's listed as a running back. I don't know. Okay. Um. So that stood out to me. Um, right. A little bit more than other teams. Just, I'm not going to lie. I paid a little bit more attention to the team that I cheer for 
quite no. quite a lot, actually. I, there isn't a sporting franchise this year for more than the Riders. So, yes, I paid a little bit closer attention to their situation. That stood out for me. Another thing was the running back. Maybe this is why he got released is because they decided to keep four quarterbacks is uh, Keon LaFrance. Everyone was thinking he was going to be one of those veteran. He's Canadian, adds a little bit of veteran depth to the running back room, all that deal, but he got beat out by some young guys and possibly a quarterback. Um, I don't know. Injury happens. They'll, he'll be the first guy that they call. For that position. I mean, if it's an outstanding offensive lineman, probably not. But I expected Austin to at least chuckle at that, but apparently <laughs> I've lost him. I'm gone, buddy. Um, BC Lions, no one really stood out for them. Ottawa Red Blacks. Yeah, and one other interesting move is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Um, had to put. Oh, it doesn't even have it in this list. I did read an article that they had to put Kenny Law. Oh, I hate saying his last name, Lawler. Um, who's a outstanding receiver on the suspended list? Because I think back in 2018, he got caught for drunk driving, and just now it's all coming up to the surface type of deal. He's dealing with you know all the legal stuff that comes with that, and then what the CFL wants to do. So. He will, he's not, he's not released or anything. He's still part of the team. However, they will be without him for, till I think week four, three or four, they said. So, shucks, they might be without a key receiver for a couple weeks. I don't feel bad for the Boo Bombers, so. Uh, Calgary already talked about them. Yeah, that's really all the main cuts for all the teams. And I figured before I uh, hand it off to Austin and you guys can hear his voice a little bit more, I figured I since this next in a week here, we're going to be talking regular season football, and I'm absolutely thrilled, even though you guys can't probably tell in my one-tone voice that I talk with all the time. <laughs> but it's there. Got to believe it. But so before it's too late, I figured 
since I matter so much, I figure, and everyone loves my opinion, I'm going to do quick little power rankings. Um, and Austin, you're more than welcome to give out yours. Yes, I do know you don't follow the CFL as much as, say, I do, or as much as you do with hockey or that type of stuff. But true. If you want to put some, you know what's what the teams are. If you want to put them in lists, be my guest. But I will go first. Um, for the West, I want to do Winnipeg at the top because they're still the team to beat. And then I think I'm going to do BC because, yes, they don't have Nathan Rourke anymore, but they still have Adams and key pieces around him. And then I'm going to do Calgary because it's Calgary. Yes, they don't have Bo Levi, but Jake Mayer, I have strong feeling, good feelings about him. And then I do the Riders and then the Elks. And then for the East, I'm going to do Hamilton because they have Bully of I. Um, and then really it's a crapshoot for the other teams. So I'm going to do Ottawa, <laughs> Toronto, and then Montreal. That's my order. All right. Okay. Well, here is my totally uninformed, completely insane power rankings. Let's do going it. into the season. We're going to start in the East for me. Ooh. So I think you're right. Hamilton's going to be on the top. Uh, Bo Levi is going to come up big for them uh, as long as they can give him time. Um, that is that is the key thing because that's what he had lots in Calgary. Is yeah. And he, line in front of him. If he's got time, he can succeed. So after... After them, it's going to be Toronto, uh, then Ottawa, then Montreal. Interesting. So that's the East. Now the West. The West is, well, I'm getting a little crazy here. Oh, dear. I'm going to go wild. Number one, do you bleed green? It's the Riders, number one. <laughs> I don't I'm know how realistic. Happened, but they are going to tear it up this year. Winnipeg will be second. They'll still be very good, but they won't be as good as the Riders, baby. Um, following <laughs> up the Bombers in third place, we're going to have the, the Stamps, followed by the Lions, and last and certainly least, the Edmonton Elks. All right, well... There, I sprung on you, and you uh, you delivered, my friend. Eh, sometimes. Sometimes. Now, we, we got some uh, hockey news to uh, attend to, so. Do we? A couple things, yep. Ah. It's kind of been like the theme. Well. No, I'm not going to say anything more because it'll spoil our topics. All right. Well, the Maple Leafs have their guy. Uh, 
going forward, Brad Shriving, Brad Shriving, however you want to pronounce it. I don't know. You probably I just call him Brad. That's a, I think that's a good move. Uh, so Brad <laughs> is the new or GM. Mr. Pizza Man. Uh, this is his dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody else has ever made that joke. Um, I'm first. I haven't heard it. They were actually, yeah. So Trilliving, obviously, he was the GM of the Calgary Flames. Um, and the team was pretty successful under him, uh, at least regular season-wise for the most part. Uh, had a little bit of playoff success, not tons, uh, which is very familiar with the Maple Leafs. So I think I think it's an interesting fit. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um I there I got some mixed feelings because I don't know. It, it living coming in, yes, there's a new GM, but it's been proven and and I'm sure I can pull it up here somewhere, but Kyle Dubas didn't have full authority to make trades, to make deals, that sort of thing. I uh, had to go through Brendan, Brendan Shanahan, that is. And I mean, some GMs are okay with that. Some GMs are okay with not being, you know, autonomous and being able to do their thing. Um, and I don't know if Trilliving is that guy. I do think that was kind of a similar he had a little bit more leash it seemed like in calgary but he, calgary, like he definitely made some big trades in calgary for sure yeah but calgary was seemed even now with you know their new gm craig they like their assistants and they're there's many pieces to that puzzle and to me it seems like toronto might be Kind of similar in a way, or at least one major piece. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it was funny actually. I saw a couple things about you know bringing it back to the his dad being the Boston Pizza dude, uh, and that's what we're gonna we're gonna refer to him as not Jim. He is the <laughs> Boston Pizza dude. Anyway. Um, Lots of people were making the jokes because obviously, so this is going to be the last season of, I believe, Austin Matthews' contract. Uh, I think William Nylander or Marner or both as well. Um, and a lot of people are joking about, well, you know, you can you can give him a discount in the NHL, right? Like pay him, you know, three four million a season each. And then just give them all twenty million dollar Boston Pizza sponsorships, <laughs> and obviously he's not going to do that. That you can't. That's not. But I think that's kind of hilarious. And if he could do that, that would be great. Um, little creative, like, oh no, no, this isn't. This isn't his salary. This is. This is just sponsorship. It's like, why is it the same name signing the check? Oh, just don't worry about that. Yeah, I just don't uh, look that way. Yeah, you just you know we don't have to talk about that. Um, hey, you want some? Uh, you want some pizza? <laughs> All, you want some wings? Just call himself when you just sign it, Jimmy instead of Jim, and no one will know. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, what well, somebody uh, said something about signing it like Trad Brilliving. 
just mixing around the letters. Because um, that's clever. My idea is better. Okay. You know what? Do you want to take this outside? Why? We'll Can't be able to do that a week. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, well, literally a week. Yeah. Oh, man. The next episode we record will be live, actually. Will it be? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're recording Sunday night. Probably. Okay. Now right. our fans even know. Well, yeah. Anyway. Um, um, you what? did mention something like when we talked behind the scenes a little bit about this signing of Brad, pizza guy, dude. Um, no, pizza guy, dude's son. Right. <laughs> That's just getting too long. <laughs> um, he's he's well known for moving big names. Um, because yeah. not even just this off this past off season, he he's not afraid to shake things up. Um, so I. I kind of agree when you said it behind the scenes with me that he, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, that's the main reason why they brought him in is because he knows lots of GMs. He's talks to them all the time and they want to shake things up in, in Toronto, Toronto. Wow, what was I trying to say there? In Toronto, um, in more ways than one. So I feel like, like hell, as soon as he got hired, there's already rumors that Mitch Marner might get traded to Calgary for Rasmus Anderson, Tyler Toffoli, and, you know, a draft pick and some prospects back and forth type deal. And now this is getting a little sidetracked, but it just sparked my memory. I also heard a rumor um, just turning out there with Calgary hinting at they might possibly trade Markstrom. What? Yeah, because Vidar, he's Whenever he's came in, he's played very well. So they have a little bit of goalie flexibility. And also with how well Dustin Wolf has been doing in the AHL. Uh, but how how many full seasons has Wadar played? I know. He hasn't played much, but... Right? Like, it's it, you can be good in small sample sizes, but I don't know. You don't want to... I mean, Markstrom's been, yeah. so <laughs> to be fair, but uh, he could also pull Bobrovsky and all of a sudden decide to play out of his mind. That's true. I'm just saying that's that's been a rumor that I've heard on the Calgary side of things. It, I just remembered it randomly, so I had to share. Okay. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, he's. Um... I think it'll be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, he doesn't have the same personal connection to the sort of the core four in Toronto, as they like to refer to them. 
Yeah, so you won't have any issues trying to move him. Then. Right, but on the flip side, you also, you know, you have to evaluate the, tal- the talent on the team, right? And, mm-hmm. like, he is, I believe he is going to actually visit uh, Austin Matthews in Arizona, if he hasn't already, uh, because uh, they want to make that deal happen, right? You know, it, it, Austin Matthews, despite what you may say about, you know, how he played against Florida. The whole team was not good against Florida. Um, But he was incredible the first round. He, not only does he score goals so often, but he also is now very responsible defensively. Great on takeaways. Uh, He's finally using his large frame. I think he's like 6'4", 2-something. Like, he's a big dude. Um, And... He's not a guy that you want to lose um, because guys like that don't come around very often. Um, I will say, and this is, I, I hate saying it cause I, I, he's a talented guy, but you don't need a, to pay a guy $11 million a season to pass the puck to Austin Matthews. And I'm talking about Mitch Marner. Yeah, I feel like he's he's going to be the first guy to get traded. It it's just it's a simple fact in this league. It's harder to get goals than get assists. Um, you can't you can't pay a guy that much just. To, and I'm not saying he's not. He doesn't do other things. He kills the penalties. He's very quick. He's. But I just I he also gets decent amount of points himself too. Well, yeah, he gets a buttload of assists, um, and no, no problem with that. But do we need to pay that guy eleven million dollars a season? Right? No. So, I don't know. It could be interesting. Uh, I really hope they keep uh, like guys like William Nylander because he was one of the few players that was completely consistent from the playoffs to the regular season. Yeah, he, you know what you're going to get out of him. Exactly. Out, so um, he might not be necessarily like the the world beater that Matthews is, or the McDavid's, or the no, no. But but he's a guy that any team would be very happy to have. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about that. Uh, we got more news. Um, that one we actually we've talked about quite a bit. So yeah, I kind of figured this <laughs> kind of ties into it in a way as well. Yes. Uh, so the former GM of the aforementioned Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, Kyle Dubas, has found a landing spot uh, officially. So he has taken over duties as president of hockey operations for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, for those of you who aren't completely aware, that is, it is a significant promotion. Basically, Mm -hmm. Kyle Dubas worked under Brendan Shanahan in Toronto. Now he has Brendan Shanahan's job just in Pittsburgh. So a lot more power, a lot more ability to really craft a team that he wants to craft and And, yeah sorry to cut you off pittsburgh is in the mode right now where there's 
starting to rebuild and stuff. Well, so, so in a way, uh, yeah, hold on to that because ooh, it's well, realistically speaking, you have a couple years left of Crosby, Latang, Malkin. Mm-hmm. Right, that it it you don't want to be completely rebuilding when those guys are there. You want to get to the playoffs. You want to. So, but it's an interesting task, I think, for Kyle Dubas, because you do, you have these aging stars. Uh, at least one of them is going to be a Hall of Famer, if not, you know. Yeah, so you start molding him behind them. Right. And, and the thing with Pittsburgh, too, um, Pittsburgh, for the longest time, has traded away a lot of their draft picks because they've been good. So they want to keep getting better. So. They trade away the future for the present. Um, now, they don't have tons of prospects, but Kyle Dubas is the kind of guy who will 100, almost 100% of the time trade a first-round pick for two seconds or two seconds and a third. You know what I mean? He always is trying to expand the prospects, prospects because realistically speaking, the more you get, the better chance one of you know, a couple mm. of them are going to be quite good. Um, and I think I think he'll do a good job of helping replenish the team there. Um, he's he's already fired some people. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't remember their names, but uh, there's, there's... I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's a couple of people. It wasn't in this announcement, obviously, but uh, after a couple of days after, he... There were just a few people that were hired by the former GM uh, and President um, Hextall, Ron Hextall. So it, it, they kind of expected stuff like this was going to happen, right? You come in, you you want to make changes, right? You want to craft it to have like a culture that you want, right? As opposed to what the last guy had. They're still looking for a GM, right? Or uh am I wrong on that? Yes, yes. So Kyle Dubas is the interim GM. Um, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, that could be kind of an interesting thing as a lot of GMs have already kind of found their space. But yeah, uh, he might just do both jobs. It's it is possible. Um, and time will tell. Fuck. Can hell. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it could be interesting to see. It was one interesting kind of rumor I've seen. So Pittsburgh, their big problem the last, I would say, probably season, season or two, has been goaltending. Uh, they just don't have consistent goaltending. And guess who's potentially on the trade block? Connor Hellebuck. True. Connor Hellebuck, and boy, that guy knows how to stop a puck. You know what I mean? He uh, He's excellent, right? He's a massive part of why the Jets were quite good. Quite good. Uh, obviously, that tailed off, but, you know, it's that could be an interesting fit. Yeah, he's the only reason why they had any hope in hell of making the playoffs. And Yeah. Maybe I know they got knocked out in the first round, but yeah, 
without him, they they wouldn't oh. be in there. So. Yeah. Uh, now this. <laughs> we both have some thoughts on this, I think. Oh boy, do we? Okay. Well, I know I do, and I'm sure you do too. So, I'll let you go first. Don't you worry. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Now, this isn't officially an announcement because it's it's intense. It's not done mm-hmm. because of what I'll explain. So, the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, intend to hire Mike goddamn Babcock <laughs> as the next head coach. Now, the... Um, Obviously, Mike Babcock hasn't coached in the NHL since 2019. It's been about four years, uh, four and a half years. He's just been sitting on the Toronto salary. And, yeah, I mean, hey, they gave him the money. That's, that's... Yeah. So, he, for those of you who don't remember, um, there was a lot of mind games played by Babcock. There was a lot of issues there. Uh, One of the most significant things that stood out uh, was apparently he reportedly asked Mitch Marner to rank the hardest working players on the team during Marner's rookie season in 2016-2017. Then the entire team saw the rankings. Um, It just... It was a Bush League move, I think. Uh, I don't know what he's trying to achieve with it. Um, but they, he also he he has a history of fucking with his players, you know. Um, when he was in Detroit uh, as the head coach, he decided to sit Mike Medano, who could have played his 1500th game but instead now Mike Medano forever has 1499 career games and I know that doesn't seem like a big thing necessarily to some people but it's just such a petty little thing like he just and the fact that okay so Picture this. You're Johnny Gaudreau. Mm-hmm. You are about to be a free agent. And okay, now you're going to Columbus. And you got John Tortorella. You know, he's a bit of a hard ass. Uh, I'm not a fan of him. They don't have John Tortorella anymore. They did. Not when Gujo went over. Did they not? No, he's with Flyers. Tortorella? Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did I see some wrong information on the internet? Are you telling me something <laughs> on the internet was incorrect? I'm pretty sure he was the coach of Columbus. Yeah, but wasn't he... With him, what? not when Johnny, not this season. All this season, he was with Flyers. 
Right. Sitting down their top two guys all the right. time. Right. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you are correct. Okay. Okay, never mind. Never mind that. So, okay. Even better, actually. So, yeah, you're Johnny Gaudreau. All right. I'm going to Columbus. I'm going to be closer to my family. I'm going to make a buttload of money. Life is pretty good. Oh, what's this I hear? One of the biggest dicks in recent coaching history is going to be my head coach? Oh, goody. <laughs> like, basically, Daryl Sutter and Mike Babcock are 1A and 1B. <laughs> like, <laughs> imagine wanting so bad to get away from Daryl Sutter. <laughs> and Mike Babcock is going to be your next head coach. Oh, like, people say Sutter's worse, but... I I mean, I feel like they're probably both bad in their own ways, you know? And we're not saying they're, like, I'm not saying they're bad, bad people, people necessarily. Like Maybe they've made some... They're bad, rough around the edges, for sure. Rough decisions, but anyway. It, it just, I, man, I don't know, man. I, it just, there's, there's so many people... In this world, dude, there's over 8 billion people, man. And there's no one else that, that you could find. I am, like, I get the whole reason why Calgary brought in Daryl Sutter again. Because, um, well, they just needed a little kick in the butt. And it worked. And also, Daryl Sutter had some unfinished business with Calgary. That makes sense. Um. But for Columbus to recycle Mike Babcock that has no history with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Zero. Like if uh, if Detroit was like, hey, Mike, do you want to come back and kick your young guys in the butt a couple times or something for two, three years? Maybe squeeze out a cup I can see that makes sense but I'm sick and tired of these teams just recycling these coaches these same guys well so I think that's all I gotta say about Mike Babcock I don't know do you got any more on him um well you kind of already said what I was going to mention the whole Johnny thing it's very entertaining to me. Um, <laughs> I have heard some things about Mike that some people suggest he might be a changed man, but it's really also, hard to teach an old dog new tricks. So, also, and so, like we, like I mentioned, I teased and I didn't really talk about. So, Mike Babcock signed back in. I don't know, whatever year it was when he came to the Leafs, signed an eight-year contract, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think we're going to see that much anymore, if ever again, for coaches in the NHL, because that's such no. a long time. That's such a long time. And this and... past three years, like, coaches, like, they, they've been getting turned out so fast. Like, yeah, you don't... well, and... and... And if that's going to happen, right, these owners don't want to be paying a bunch of people who aren't doing anything for them. Right? It's a waste of money. So 
it doesn't make sense to sign these big long contracts. But um, that contract is ending soon. Mm-hmm. And July 1st, I believe, uh, Columbus will be able to sign him to a deal um, for, you know, he'll maybe a, a two or three year. I don't know, man. I, I think it's going to be a three year contract. Oh, man. Entry level deal, even though he's been in the league for years and then he was out. <laughs> anyway. Um, little fact, well, not factoid about him, but little fun fact about how my life and Mike Babcock's life somewhat crossed paths as I used to wash his windows on his cabin up at Emma Lake. So I even broke one of his windows. Well, that's not, maybe you shouldn't. Well, the company paid for it. It was an accident. He has like this. It's not a greenhouse because he's not growing anything, but it's like a completely glass room section of his cabin. Oh, and I was washing. Yeah, I was washing the glass ceiling, which is ah. very nerve wracking. Standing on the glass, trying not to break it. And one of the corners broke. Because uh. I'm fat. <laughs> all right moving on so speaking of head coaches changing positions and i thought you would say speaking of being fat <laughs> we're not talking about derek dance anymore it's fine so the national predators uh they let john hines go and they have brought in andrew brunette so for those of you who don't know, Andrew Burnett was the head coach of the Florida Panthers last year when they did, they won the president's trophy and got swept by Tampa. Um, so they let him go. Now, I think this is a good move for Nashville because Nashville almost seemingly always is pretty good on defense, good on goaltending, but offense is always lacking. And, Andrew Brunette is excellent uh, with power play systems, with offense. He is he's a former player. Uh, he understands the game, and I think he'll help, especially their young guys, really um, really pick up that scoring because uh, I think if they do, it's, it's going to be a really good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else on that? <laughs> That's all you got. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think much about Nashville. I'll be honest. Yeah, he. I like his name, Brunette. Okay, so the Washington <laughs> Capitals. <laughs> I, I may or may not have had another hit off of my vape pen. So well, the edibles had to have kicked in by now. Oh, wiggle, wiggle. Yes, they have. Wiggle Wiggle, he says. <laughs> That's definitely the name of the episode, just so you know. I hate my brain sometimes. I swear I'm fucking <laughs> threats or something. Damn. The Washington Capitals have named a new head coach, <laughs> Spencer Carberry. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't like his name as much. <laughs> Thank you for that expert analysis, Morgan. <laughs> Although it sounds like a chocolate carberry. It sounds like Cadbury. Yes, thank you. 
McClellan, the uh, the GM, said he's one of the best young coaches in the game. It's a success at every level, which he's coached. Uh, blah, 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 coaching career. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about Carberry. Um, Washington is not trending in the right direction. Uh, they're all aging, as we all are, but they're more advanced in the aging than some of us. <laughs> You're giving me heck. Holy crap. I'm falling apart. Um, I will say, I'm gonna save you a little bit here. Um, we were just harping on teams recycling coaches, so it is fresh and nice to see some guy I've never heard of him. I don't know if he I think he was an AHL coach. Yeah. And that's what the those leagues are for. They get their feet underneath them, and then they try up in the big leagues. That's how Kyle Dubas got his job. So, Yeah, well, actually, he started in junior and worked his way up. Yeah, yeah. So it's just nice to um, see some younger coaches get an opportunity. So, Yeah. And this is how they make a name for themselves. And then they become the nicer version of Mike Babcock. I don't know. Although, so, oh. oh, I just have one more little thought. Like, I, I do, I, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I do realize that you said that they're not, capitals aren't trending in the right direction and all that deal. But the nice thing is, you know, you bring up a, younger head well i don't know his exact age but like uh not as he's 41 not as experienced <laughs> um head coach type deal but you still have a vet skin and some veteran guys on that team so they can probably help um it's going to make mr chocolate man's job a little little easier to make his way into the big leagues, I think. Okay. I'm done with <laughs> thoughts. You didn't like the fact that I said chocolate man, did you? I don't know. Um, the playoffs. Is this They're happening, the if no one was aware. Oh, boy, I'm aware. Stanley Cup final after 37 weeks off between the last series. Um, finally, we got a game. And early on in the game, it was pretty close. Uh, it was, it was tied a great up 2-2 after, after two. Um, there was definitely a lot of rough stuff, for sure. Um, but uh, Vegas took off in the third period. Um Three goals to win 5-2 for game one. Now, you know, uh, Florida's been in bad spots this year. These playoffs, it's one game. Mm -hmm. They could could definitely make it back, no problem. But, I don't know, man. I think this Vegas, I think this Vegas team, uh, and, and everyone's been talking about it. I don't know if you saw it. I'm sure. I hope you did. Uh, the Aiden Hill save. Yes. 
Was this uh, Dick? Yeah. Now that, it almost that okay. changed the game right there. It really it did. It was momentum. It was yeah. It, and it, you know what it reminded me of actually. A couple of years ago. Did it remind you of the same thing that they kept showing over and over again on Sportsnet? Uh, I don't know. I don't watch Sportsnet. <laughs> How um, Holtby made similar save against Vegas? Yes. <laughs> and they would exactly. not shut up about it. Well, no, but it was. It was, it was a very similar thing. It was a momentum changer, right? And Washington <laughs> obviously went on to win the cup. So, you know what no, that no, I completely get what you're saying, but I don't need at the, every whistle to see the same thing. No, I oh. think at every whistle you need to see the same thing. It's like other things has happened in this hockey game, um, guys. It's funny, actually, because I don't watch the sports last stream. Anyway, um... <coughs> Yeah, go Vegas. Uh, we obviously we well not obviously, but we put up our predictions on TikTok. I put them up mine a little bit late because I forgot to. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we both got our picks in, so we might as well do it on this on the pod here real quick. All right, well, ladies first. <laughs> no, no one's going to bite at that. All right. Um... I guess I'll go. I think you did. I think you bit. <laughs> well, like you weren't going to edit out that much of uh, dead <laughs> air, so. <laughs> um, sound I forget what there. I said on TikTok. I think I said Florida and six. Well, you know what? You know what we have the power to do. What? Check this shit out. Hold on. Remember how last time I played a video on here and it kind of worked. Hmm. Well, I'm so glad that we were prepared for this. Yeah, me too. I think this is the right video. Oh, you got so many views, 751. Nice man. Ooh, that's so many. Ooh, hold you. on, hold on. Okay, I've been playing it now. Saturday. We have the Vegas School Knights versus Florida Panthers, both teams in the Stanley Cups. My prediction, 27. Let's go, Panthers. Although I'm still touring the for but I think Florida's going to take it. <laughs> All right, and that goes on for another minute and a half. But, um, no. <laughs> so you got Florida in seven. That's what I picked. But I think I have decided officially that I am cheering for Vegas. Okay. But it's going to win. In seven. Okay. Yeah. I right. would be and, sad but happy. And hold on. we got a big series coming up here. Game one already happened. But uh, for Vegas on this one, I got Vegas in six. Uh, Florida's been really good, but mistakes it. So sorry, my beard looks extremely orange. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure to record that part as well. 
So yeah, I got Vegas in six. Uh, you got Florida in seven, but you're cheering for Florida, or you know, you're cheering for Vegas. I'm cheering for Vegas. I'm definitely cheering for Vegas. Um, I want Eichel to win a cup before McDavid just for the fucking just for the memes. Well, Vegas has four guys from Saskatchewan. That's cool. Uh, White Cloud. Um, I don't know. I just know they have four guys from All Saskatchewan. Right, cool. One of right. from That's Davidson. a great. That's a great note to end on. Uh... <laughs> wiggle, wiggle. Everyone out there, stay stoned, stay safe. Wiggle, wiggle, really? Bye. By the way, no, no, no. Do, do I... we have to redo it? Everyone out there, stay stoned, stay safe. Bye. Oh, nail it. First try. Get? Oh, no, you're not supposed to talk after I say it. Okay, one more time. <laughs> We got this one more time. Every one out there, stay stoned. <laughs> stay safe. Wait, what's my line? Bye. No, no, you're not supposed to.